and we are back with another edition of the Brother and Sister Rewatch Podcast. I am Kevin, here alongside my sister, Mary. What up, everybody? And this week we are continuing our trek through the office, and we're covering Season 7, Episodes 7 and 8, The uh, Christening and Viewing Party. Mm-hmm. Now, before we jump into these episodes, Mayor Bear, tell everybody what we did last week. For sure. So last week we covered Episode 5, The Sting where uh, Jim and Dwight are be- and Michael are bested by a competitor, competing salesman, Danny Cordray, yeah. from Osprey, Osprey Paper and Throop. Um, uh. <laughs> Timothy Oliphant is the beautiful, beautiful salesman who everybody mistakes as a model. He has a good jawline. It's very He's important, beautiful. very important. He's beautiful. But, um, <laughs> so basically, they want to learn his sales techniques because he keeps on beating them out. So they set up a fake business in Dwight's office, and uh, Dwight, Michael, and Jim sit in a little security room next door to it and watch him uh, sell to Meredith, where Meredith basically hits on him. She thwarts Oscar and <laughs> Ryan coming in to take her out as non-English speaking uh, cleaning men <laughs> and um, Danny Cordray catches on and Michael offers him a job. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, He's the traveling salesman even though Packer yeah. already is. Yeah, Michael forgot about Packer. Oh, and Andy Dwight or Andy Daryl and uh, Kevin do a jam band. How long have you been draw like writing in pink ink? I'm oh, just... this was the only time it was. Okay, just I was like, pen. "Holy shit, it I don't It was just the pen that I grabbed that day. Oh my god, that would hurt my eyes. <laughs> All right. Um, and then we covered episode six, costume contest. It's Halloween. Woo! And um, Pam had the entertainment value yeah. uh, coupon book as the prize. Uh, Packer came in as a pregnant nun. Good shit. And everybody had a really good fu- um, good time. Uh, let's see. Jim and Pam. Oh, yeah. yeah. Tam. Uh, Tam. Pam um, apparently went on a date with Danny Cordray mm-hmm. years ago when Jim was in Stamford. He pulled Karen. the champ kind. He took her out for a nice seafood dinner and never called her again. Never call her yeah. again. That's basically what happened. And her and Jim are miffed about it. Like, well, what's not to like? Look at her. She's perfect. I feel like she's less miffed until Jim like pushes it. Well, no, because she's the one, because they laugh about it. Remember, Andy and Kevin go to, and they, they talk on Yeah, the, but then she's And then like, she's like, well, you never called me back. That, that's what happened. Yeah, like, she, she No, she's like, you're No, dick. but, like, Jim brought it up because Danny was like, oh, I uh, went on a few dates with your wife. And that's when Jim is like a dog with a bone. It's not until later in the episode where Pam is like, yeah, but you didn't call me back. Like... You know what I mean? I feel like they're both upset for different reasons. She's like, well, why didn't you like me? Like, she needs, like, the reassurance. Validation. And Jim's like, well, I love her. What don't you like about her? Give me a reason to hate you because you're prettier than I am. Wow. I'm just saying. I guess. But, um, anyway, so... That's a long and short of it. Yeah, um, Oscar wins the costume contest, and Danny says that Pam is just too dorky. Yeah. But... He's happy that Jim and her found each other, and Jim eventually stops being a wet blanket and yeah. just dresses up for Halloween like his wife asked him to. <laughs> and see, that's what you missed on Glee. I see that in our brother's future. Oh my when god! When he yes. uh, has a child. Told you. I, I mean, I said it last week, yeah. and I'll say it again. That's him. He's gonna be Popeye, or no? Like, I'm trying, okay, 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 I'm okay. trying to think of our future sister-in-law's um, like things that she he'll be she can be the axe the baby can be the ox and dan and he will be <laughs> all blended or he'll be like i don't know scott disick and she'll be oh quiet. my god no she's not and she's their baby like will that. be dash <laughs> i don't right. think there is one named dash 
Isn't that? I thought the that baby. That was their store. I thought the son there had a son named Dash. Mason. Okay, I totally. And off. Rain. 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 Is that what you're thinking of? No, yeah, I'm like thinking of Rain. Dash. I thought there was a kid named. No, Dash. that's that was their store. Okay, well, I fuck it. See, as you can tell, I don't watch that often. Yeah. Uh, so this brings us to season seven, episode seven, christening. And this one was a rough one for me. I don't know. I really? I watched it on two separate days. The first time I do my regular, like, mm-hmm. just run through, see what yeah, I'm getting same. into. Yeah. If, like, first impression, didn't like it. Second time I watched it, liked it less. Toby? Toby's... Okay, there's five seconds combined of Toby in this episode. Nope, nope, and it's nope, the nope, best nope, part. No, no, no. It's the best part. <laughs> so, the cold open is Pam in the conference room since she's the new... Uh, Office administrator going yes. over the Saber Hygiene Day presentation. Yes. And she's telling people they should... This was very apt for 2020, by the way. <laughs> it the really vampire cough into your Did elbow. Somebody actually made like a preview and it was like 2020 so far and it's just clips from the office and this was one of them. Yeah. And like wash your hands, use hand sanitizer, flu shots, like all the shit. Mm-hmm. And Dwight starts going off about how you can't uh, coddle your immune system. You have to expose yourself to mm-hmm. germs to become stronger, which is kind of, you know, maybe a little bit. Yeah, well, he's yeah. also the people who are like, I'm not wearing a mask because I don't want to. Well, he, not because there's scientific logic behind he it. He also takes it to the extreme of talking about dipping his hands in manure and vomit at Fecal this point. matter, yeah. yeah. And so he says one must expose themselves to germs. Well, which, yes, to a point, I completely agree. But... Not to the point where you're rubbing shit on your body. No, my God, no. <laughs> but, but I did like his little thing about uh, wool in Transylvania. Do you know how expensive it is? Because of the euro. Yeah, he blames the euro. I love that. <laughs> so Jim says, oh, well, if I sneeze on you, it'll only make you stronger. You'll like that. And Dwight's like, well, yeah. And Jim sneezes right in his face. And then we get a montage of people running to the Dwight's yeah. desk to sneeze on him. Andy sneezes yep. on his sandwich and the he eats it. The toast is like, that That made me want to look away. It was that hot. was hard. It was hot. Ugh. So that's your cold open. The, now the show proper opens. There's a christening, ding, 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 ding. And it's Jim and Pam. <laughs> and everybody from the office is there. And Even though they didn't invite them. Yeah, they did not expect this many people, obviously. Mm-hmm. So Michael shows up, and of course Ryan's like ready for the opium of the masses. Oh my god. Did you bring your pipe? Again, proving that he's just like the a college douche. guy. Yeah. Like, oh, I read something in college, so now I know everything. Douche! Yeah. So Andy sees uh, Aaron and Gabe mingling, and he does a talking head where he says he wants nard pups, <laughs> like kids. Uh, Dwight is handing out business cards at the church. <laughs> and Toby, Toby turns around at the door. And we see, he does the talking head where he says, me and the big guy have a lot of catching up to do. <laughs> he was in the seminary. Yep. He was, uh, he was going to be a priest. Yeah. And he, Till that bitch Kathy. Well, I was going to say, he bopped out for some poon. Yeah. So, good for him. Followed her to Scranton to the first <laughs> HR job he could find. So, Mike goes up to Pam and Jim in the church, and he's doing his Marlon Brando Godfather impression. And they have to pretty much have him tell them that he is not the governor. Like, say it. She did it really nicely, though. Yeah. Like, Michael, I'm so sorry. I need you to say it. And then Michael does a talking head where he says, CC is kind of a B-I-T-C-H. Right? Her like, parents are boxing me out. Like, I don't understand this. He's calling a baby a bitch. Michael is... A bitch. In, no, in this episode, because we're going to get to it, he is... 
awful. Um, it's a scatter shot. There's no rhyme or reason to anything. Yeah. And he like touch, touches on three to four different points in this episode. It was none difficult. of them related. Yeah, it was difficult with so, Michael yeah. in this episode. So the pastor, I guess it's a pastor. I don't know. I'm not a godly man, so you'll have to forgive me, Reverend Pastor. I know it's not a priest, but <laughs> they are making an announcement I think it's reverend. that Reverend. Yeah. Okay, they're making an announcement that the youth group is going on a missionary trip to Mexico to build a schoolhouse for the children in the one town. Yeah. Uh, we see pa- Toby pacing outside, still can't go in. He gets up on the steps, he's like, no, 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 no. Yeah, he just goes, nope, 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 nope. So, people are standing up and asking for prayers and all that shit. Yes. And Dwight offers a 4% discount if people buy a printer at full price. Well, I love that he stared down another guy. Yeah, and him and, a prayer. him and an old guy stand up simultaneously and Dwight stares him down so he gets the floor. Uh, Pam smells Cece. No, she made a, an accident. Poo-poo. And she asks Jim to go tra- like change her. And so we see Jim go into God the... forbid Pam get her hands dirty. <laughs> so we see Jim go into the bathroom, and Cece starts smearing the poop all over her dress, making a mess. <laughs> Jim runs out to the car, and then he comes back to the church. She's wearing an Arcade Fire shirt. This is the year that they won their Grammy, This by is the way. so hipster. 2011. Oh, my God. Like, Jim and Pam, just, of course, they're the couple that listens to Arcade Fire. They're the Fire. cool young couple, man. Gross. So, time for christening, and... Um, Mike does a talking head where he's like, I'm happy they're happy, Jim, Cece, and Pam. and They're really vibing. Then he goes on this whole thing about how it's like the paper industry won't last forever. <laughs> like It's this non sequitur. Well, because he's like, oh, it's like they leave my office and go to another office with Cece, and they're really happy, and I'm happy <clears throat> for them that they're in that office. Yeah. Because our office won't last. So apparently there's some <laughs> self-reflection going on for Michael. Some weird shit. So the uh, Reverend again announces that the Halberts are hosting a reception afterward. And like Jim and Pam look worried because they didn't expect so many people, and also their name is the Halperts. So Jim's yeah, I straight up would have been like, "Oh, I'm so sorry. It's for our invited guests." With our last name, we get a lot of it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. So um, a man turns around and shakes Michael's hand, and he's like, "Oh, good morning." Yeah. And Michael's delighted now, and he goes around doing the same to everybody in the church, and he says, "I call it the Holy Spirit. I'm loving these no, people. Call it the Holy Spirit or the Passion of Christ." I am loving these people. And this... Guys, the passion of Christ... Yeah, that's like the whole, like... That is when Murder, was, right? <laughs> yeah, that's like uh, during Easter time where they're like, oh, Jesus is crucified. Like, that's the passion of Christ mm-hmm. is when he's dying, which is what I think is really funny when Michael compares the mm-hmm. Holy Spirit or the passion of Christ. Like That's English. Because he's taking... The same word means three things. Yeah. <laughs> but, um... So th- this is when a light bulb went off for me watching this episode. It reminded me of another show that had took on a religious thing. But I'll get there in due time. Okay. So Jim and Pam are welcoming people, and a guy named Doug McPherson shows up. And uh, <laughs> he's the MVP he's, of this episode. He, he is he, again. He's only in two scenes, <laughs> and he has like I guess he's Dave's Davies. Davies, the other baby who was baptized. Yeah, and he's okay. He's Davies' it? uncle. And Jim's like, oh, Dave's a cool baby or whatever. He's like, Davy. It's Davy. Yeah, Davy Boysmith. So Angela's all bitchy, but she's like great with the baby. Yo, she's amazing in this episode yeah. from the very beginning, and she's like, "You're God's most precious green earth. Your parents suck." Yeah, pretty much. Like, she goes from amazing. like she goes from calling Jim and Pam like ass wipes to yeah. like, "Oh, little baby, why didn't your parents get you a caterer?" Yeah. Because they don't think. Yeah, because <laughs> Jim and Pam say they weren't expecting so many people. They have they to put more chairs and tables. Fish and, and loaves, kind of miracle. <laughs> yeah, she gets, she gets all offended by that. 
So Mike gets to the table with all the Dunder Mifflin people, and they're all bitchy because there's no food and they're tired. Like, why'd they even go? Yeah. And uh, a girl... they weren't invited. No, like, yeah, yeah, they just (laughs) showed up. So a girl from the youth ministry stands up, and she's explaining their mission to build the school for... uh, Jessica. The kids. Which, can I just point out, like, how old do you think this girl is? Like, 17, 18? Like, mid-teens, yeah. Okay, so she, like, says, like, oh, I met Jessica when we were both seven, and now her kids... Have to walk to school with a dirt floor. Well, she didn't say they were the same age, did she? Yeah, she said when we were both seven. Oh. That's why I'm like, what the fuck? Well, yeah, the youth ministry implies that they were under, under like, 18. in high school or something yeah. like that. Okay. That, I mean, I just wanted to point that out, that glaring, like fact that they're saying this girl in Mexico well, I don't know if that's that are a, school age. I don't know if that's a glaring hole or like a bit of darkness that they put in. Yeah. You know what I mean? So Dwight is on the phone. Oh trying to make a sale to a guy he met in the be- in the vestibule, and he's using biblical references like "My eleventh commandment is to not turn down a sale" or something like that. I am about to love thy neighbor with these discounts. <laughs> yeah, like it's fucking hilarious. Yeah. And Mike like shushes him, so everyone's like making snide remarks, like the girl talking, like Andy's mocks her and all yeah. that shit. And Ryan saying, "Drink the Kool Aid." Yeah, and that's when like wish Ma- that's a cult. Okay. Well, a that lot was of people, an actual cult. A lot of people look at organized religion as that way. And like I said, Ryan is the college kid who's like, my eyes are opened, I see it all. It's like, no, you don't. Yeah. You're 21 years old. All I, I remember, see three things the out Dennis, of 100, dude. The Dennis Leary stand-up act where he's talking about the kid with the piercings. He's like, you're 16 years old, you don't know shit about shit, shut the fuck up! Like, <laughs> I don't know. That's the older I, I get, the more I can appreciate those types of comments. Yeah, the more I'm like, like yo, I'm going to turn Holy in, shit, they were turn, right this whole time. I'm going to turn into dad. So Jim and Pam <laughs> get reamed out by a lady serving refreshments. Sconesy cider. Yeah, and so, like, they have nothing because, again, they weren't expecting anybody. So Pam just, like, is like, I'm going to go get some subs and sodas, blah, blah, blah. Like, fuck these people. Which, okay. Uh, People are rude. Everybody's fucking rude in this universe. Uh, Well, that's just it. Like, I can't even fathom. Somebody who's going to church. We know people. Coming. Well, I know, but to go up to the people hosting it. Yeah. And, no, but to be that rude, it's one thing. (laughs) I mean, it's, it's kind of passive aggressive. I mean, the church that we go to, like our our family, like does a lot of the food stuff for it, and there are people who are like, "Oh, you only have chocolate cupcakes," <laughs> and it's like, "Yeah, that's what we got donated, bitch." Like, you know what I mean? Yo, that's bitch, how you love wanna, that neighbor, you bitch. That's how you want to react to them, and you're like, "Yeah, sorry about that." Smile, just keep smiling at it's them, a, which is what Jim and Pam do. But this lady's like. Tossing the fucking apple cider yeah, she jug did, she onto just, the like, table. Yeah, she just threw the plate down. Yeah, like, fuck that bitch. I'd have been like, you're welcome to leave, bitch. So, Nobody asked you to come. So this is when Michael sees the youth group, like, laughing and having a great time. So obnoxiously, no, I add. No, hold on, I'm gonna get there. And he wants, like, the Dunder Mifflin people to be like that. He wants them to hang out more together, and that's when Ryan does the Kool-Aid thing. Yeah. And Mike's like, what makes you, like, what makes you better... What makes your lives more important that you can just be mean and rude to people and, like, judge people all day? You can just sit here with your sour pusses and do that. Well. And this is when it hit me. I'm like, oh, my God. This is almost like the network TV version of the South Park Mormons episode. 
Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. Where, like, the kid is, like, super cool, and all the guys like him and that, but then they find out he's a Mormon. So they, like, you know, make fun of him or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then at the end, the Mormon kid, who him and his family are always happy, and they're outgoing and everything, and he's just like, I just wanted to be your friend, but if you can't see past my fucking religion, like, fuck you, I don't even want to know you. And, like, that's the the vibe I'm getting here, like, where Michael's like, I want to be happy, too. I want to, and everybody else is just like, oh, fuck him, look at him. Oh, I'm going to go build a schoolhouse in Mexico. Like, they're all cynical. Yeah, you know? no, they and, absolutely are. And I think that's part of, like, this is, like, the one shining part of Michael in this episode is that he still has that openness and naivete to a point where he's like, I can be happy like these people. We just have to try, you know? Yeah, but at the same time, I want to, like, fucking slap him in the face because the whole time he's just trying to emulate that with the current Yeah, it's, not, it's not organic. He's like, I want to be friends. Let's go do a car wash. Let's go hang out and do this. And everybody's like... We are doing it right now, and you're not happy about it. Like, what the fuck's going to change? It's typical Mike wanting the results but not putting in the work. Exactly, exactly. But this is a noble result that he's seeking, actually. I guess. Well, people being happy, God forbid. He's not, like, the thing about... But but at the same time, he just wants it for them to be around him. Well, yeah, but everybody wants to be happy. And he that's going to make him happy. No. I will say this, that the thing that sticks out is that it's not even, like, about the religion... Mm-hmm. It's just like these people Their have joy. these people have peace of mind and they're yeah. happy. Like we can have that too if we weren't so cynical. And to a point, I think anybody can kind of oh, agree God, with that. Yeah. So Jim leaves Cece with Mima, who makes her return here, who <laughs> bitches about watching somebody else's purse as well as the baby. Your baby and Susan's purse. Everybody's so miserable. Dude, so, I love Mima. She's fucking okay. So Mike sees all the kids getting on the bus to go on their mission trip, and then like he snaps and just like jumps on with them. And the kids are going crazy. They welcome him. It's like he scored... Yo, that guy. Are you coming with us? Oh, this guy is so over the top. It's like if Goofy was a human. Uh, like... Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I don't know if this guy's like... I don't know what his deal is. Because he's just like... If they he's told Goofy him, in real life. They told him, like, yo, just play like really over the top, stupid, goofy, like vapid eyes. Yeah, like you were just let off the farm. Oh, man. So... Um, are you coming with us? Yeah, so... Like Shaggy. Hey, Shaggy was straight laced. <laughs> so, uh, the Dunder Mifflin people gather outside the bus, and they're like yelling at Mike, trying to convince him to stay. And like they're all like shitting on it. And then Aaron is kind of supportive of it. Like, I wish I could leave my job and like do something like that. Meanwhile, then, Gabe's like, "This is not very good." Yeah, Gabe's horrified. But Andy like hears Aaron give some approval, so he's like, "Oh, come in, boss!" And he jumps on. He's going with Michael. At this point, I just wanted to put a bullet in my head. Yeah, this this episode went off the edge here so fast. So the girl on the bus tell like tells them that they're amazing for leaving their jobs to do manual labor for three months. Mm-hmm. And Andy, of course, starts rattling off what he'll need: contact lens case, sunglasses, sandals, blah blah blah. Uh, Toby finally enters the church, and he walks into like the uh, you know the main area, Up right by the altar. Yeah, and he's like, all he says is, "Oh my god, his line!" Amazing, and it's in like a very distraught tone. Why you always gotta be so mean to me? <laughs> he just directly asks God. Poor Toby. Oh, uh, and that's it. Why you always gotta be so mean to me? <laughs> it's so great. I think we've all been in that moment. So Absolutely. Awesome. I just that acting in that moment is just. That made the episode. It's the only good part. (laughs) So Jim finds that Mima lost Cece. Just let somebody take her, apparently. So we see Pam's mom... lost you and Susan's purse. So in the background, we see Pam's mom holding her. But can we make a note that Jim's dad has a skullet? 
Okay, I was going to get there. When oh, okay. he, he comes up later on. I also found Well, he's out... the one who wants to see Cece, and that's how Jim finds out that Yeah, we didn't get there gone. yet. You we just did... said that no. Meemaw lost her. Meemaw lost her, but Jim like is looking for her. Hold on. You're on a sequence here. Just I'm wait. Not. And I'm going to talk about who I knew his dad, but like I found out what he did, what his <laughs> big claim to fame is. So, okay. anyway. Uh, okay, so Mike and Andy are on the bus. They're leaving Lackawanna County. Mm-hmm. And all the kids are sleeping. So on this bus ride, Scranton's on the edge of Lackawanna County. Yeah, so I don't know how. It's like all the kids did a bunch of whippets and passed the fuck out, apparently. <laughs> so they're all sleeping, and they're leaving Lackawanna County. And Mike begins to panic and, like, regret his decision. You could see, like, in his the way mm-hmm. his eyes are moving and everything. So this is when Jim's dad comes up to Jim. He goes, I want to toast the special girl. And his dad looks like if Benjamin Franklin grew a beard. Oh, my God. Like this skull. Oh, pretty saucy. And so, and so <laughs> I had to find out who he was because I'm like, he looks familiar. Yeah. Have you ever seen the show Chips? Yes. He was the sergeant on oh the show God. Chips. Yes. Yes. So that that is Jim's dad that was bothering me. It bothered me on the wedding episode, but now I know. So yeah, Jim's dad. That skull is like it's like, really like he grew his hair long, and it it's very unnerving. Actually, it's yeah. disconcerting. It reminds me of Indiana Jones when the Nazi drinks out of the oh yeah, and he like long he chalice and all of his hair. Ah, what is happening to me? <laughs> so. Um, at the same time, Jim's like, I, I don't know, Dad, I'm trying to find her. And that McPherson guy comes up, <laughs> and he's like, have you seen my baby? And the guy's like, oh, a little blonde lady had her. So Jim sees Angela making a break for the door and yep. just yells over everybody. He's like, stop that tiny blonde woman, she's stealing my baby! <laughs> and Kevin stops her, and that's it, as she's trying to get away... Aunt Pam walks in with a tray of sandwiches. Yep. Angela knocks them all over the fucking place. There's a big kerfuffle. They're all wrapped. I mean, you well, can yeah, still but eat them. It's still, well, I would. There's, yeah. <laughs> especially if I was as hungry as everybody <laughs> seems to be. So there's a big kerfuffle, and uh, he, <laughs> Kevin finds scones in Angela's purse. <laughs> and he's more offended by that. Thousands of them. And she's like, did you really think I stole your baby? Because Pam's mom she comes up like, oh, I had to change her. Yeah. And Angela's, like, super offended, and Kevin's... Well, I mean, Angela was being very kind to the baby the whole yeah. time. Like, you're such a blessing. Love... You're God's blessing. They... You're so adorable. They thought she would steal the baby. Yeah. So, that's when... The well, because Mc... uh, there was a comment made when she first entered, and she's, like, Pam's like, she's just jealous. She doesn't have somebody as cute as you to come home to. Truth. That's when the McPherson guy standing next to Jim, <laughs> next to Jim go, is that lunch? And Jim, Jim's like, yeah. He goes... McPherson Troop, let's haul out. Rendezvous at Friendless. <laughs> this guy's such a douche. <laughs> Enjoy him, though. So Mike I enjoyed him this episode. Mike and Andy run up and beg the driver to stop. He won't. The driver of the bus. And Mike pulls on the cord, <laughs> and there's a sign that says stop requested. The guy just shuts it off. He's like, we're stopping in Tennessee. It's, un- it's unsafe to talk to a driver. <laughs> yeah, well, he's turned around. And, like, eventually the goofy kid pops up. He's like, what's going on? Yeah. He's like, stop the bus! Like, get us off! And Mike and Andy are like running around and like, ah! Gorillas in captivity. Yeah, just making noise, and the guy's like, all right, stop the bus! Stop the dang bus! So Mike and Andy, after the freakout, jump off, and a kid jumps off with them behind them. Yo, this kid looks exactly like Troy McGregor. Oh, from, from the, the final, final sacrifice. sacrifice. Good shit. Mystery science theater film, guys. He's, Check it out if you haven't already. He's not an. He's a kind of ugly kid. Yeah, but he's like. Don't, but he, don't he's tell got my parents. Thick eyebrows, yeah. the hair. He's not the red sweater though. No, no. So, uh, all of them are waiting by the side of the road, and Aaron comes up in Michael's car. Yeah. and Picks them up, 
And they're driving back, and she says, oh, everybody went to the movie. It was Kevin's idea, and they took Meredith's, Meredith's van. And, like, Michael's like, oh, they are it hanging It worked. Out. Yeah, like, like, shit like that. And then the kid chirps up and asks if he can go, and there's silence. Yeah. So what'd you give this one, Bear? I gave this one a 3.5. I gave it a 2.7. So, I hated it. Wow. I hated okay, it. so I really liked Toby. Five seconds combined okay, screen yes. time. But I, I did like, like, the christening stuff. Um, the arcade fire shirt was cheesy, but <laughs> like the actual like Godfather. I wonder if they part, paid for that. Oh, probably. Arcade fire picked, pitched in a couple grand. You probably know, product placement, right? But uh, that's how they got the Grammy that year. <laughs> yeah, <That's right. laughs> but um, like. The whole, like, Angela, they didn't know if they stole the baby. Like, that stuff was really funny to me. Angela was gold in this episode. Jesus is not your caterer, but he should be, because you're so adorable. It was just one Andy of those and Michael things. were fucking awful, as yeah. fucking always. Michael was all over the place, and it was one of those shows that I just watched, and it's just not fun watching miserable people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, especially when you're, like, watching these back-to-back, and that, it's just like... I don't want to fucking watch. Yeah. Like this is annoying. And Although, when Michael did say Stanley and Kevin, if you're not, if you don't stop being so concerned about what's going down your gullet, <laughs> you're gonna die in about a month. Tell them they eat too much. <laughs> it was just I don't know. It was just one of those things where I was just like, uh, whatever. It it just wasn't funny. Funny. It's just whatever. It's a show that something had to happen. Mm-hmm. Whatever. They did their best, I guess. Wow. It doesn't feel like their best, but that's all you could say about that. It's an ending, and that's all we can ask for. Wow. <laughs> but, yeah, I just didn't like this one at all. Okay. I mean, that's... And Jim's dad's hair was just very that's distracting. That's No reason wow. for that hair. Wow. So, that brings us to Season 7, Episode 8, Viewing Party. But before we start that, Mirror Bear, why don't you put us over? Sure, dude. So, guys, you can always catch us on Twitter, at Bros's Podcast. We like to... Uh, Put up our favorite screen grabs from the episodes. Um, Joe Kimo, still no love. Still what? no love. Oh, Joe Kimo, yeah. yeah. Nothing for that. I'm so sad. <laughs> but, um, you know, we always like to keep it funky fresh over there. Give us a follow. We'll follow back. We're follow whores. Yes. That's at Brosis Podcast on Twitter. Or you can send us long form email format at brothersisterrewatch at gmail.com Now, Kev, why don't you tell them where they can find us? You can find us on almost any podcatcher uh, app, I believe, at this point. Yeah. I'm just going to go with that. And uh, also, you can find us on the Jenny Position podcast feed. If you uh, subscribe to that, you'll f- not only find us every Monday, but you'll find other great shows such as Geek and Sassy, Talk and Pop, Journey Through Infinity, Freak Out Driving, and more. So uh, I suggest you go over there and subscribe today to the Jenny Position feed, and uh, you'll thank us later. Woo! So that brings us to this episode, Mayor, very viewing party. Uh, before we start off, let me know uh, what were your initial thoughts on this one. Uh, it was better than the previous It was one. better than the Although last marginally, one. Although marginally, as far as I'm concerned. For me, it was pretty much the same, to be honest yeah. with you. Um, yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Good. Go ahead. All right, guys. Season seven's crawling now. <laughs> yeah. We, we hit that roller coaster. Yeah, we're going down now. Yeah. So, guys, episode eight, viewing party. Cold open. The Scranton Strangler has been found. Everybody is surrounding, I think, either Toby or Gabe's computer, and they're watching it live on the news. Um, Everybody has an opinion about it, like, oh, my God, why don't they do this? Why don't they do that? And Dwight says they shouldn't be televising any of this. 
they're just gonna make copycats. Yeah. Which Angela Angela's offended and says, Why can't you just say copies? Why do you have to bring cats into it? I just love the fact that this is like their OJ moment. Oh yeah. Totally. I mean Jim even says he's like, you know, some things are so you know, important that you have to drop everything because if you didn't see it live, you really don't care if you saw it or not. <laughs> and he says, like, Michael Jackson's funeral. Um, I don't even Something remember else. what else. But, yeah. Uh, Gabe tries to get everybody to go back to work, which I love that they're like, shut up, shut up, Gabe. The phone rings. Kelly picks it up and hangs it back <laughs> She's up. She's not even trying. Not at all. Uh, then there's a car chase, and Michael realizes they're on their street, mm. and he's going to drive right past them. Everybody runs to the conference room, and Michael's the only one to see it, and he's super pleased with himself mm. about it. Um, and then he goes outside, and he collects the rocks off the road <laughs> yeah. and says that in the future he's going to give it to a grandkid and say, go buy yourself a spaceship with these, which is kind of <laughs> funny because now he's on Space Force. Oh, that's a show. Have yeah. you watched it? I did. Any good? I liked it. A lot of the Office fans are totally split by it. Some love it, some hate it. What's it done in the vein of? Like, what's the... It's it's a very dry humor. But John Malkovich is very funny. Uh, I like it. John Malkovich. I'm not a Steve Carell fan, but... Which is funny since we've... We're ass deep in this yeah. office. Oh, shit. we are ass deep. Yeah. We are coming right around the corner of the colon here. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> All right. So, anyway, um, we find out that Gabe and Aaron are going to be throwing a Glee watch party. This is when Glee was also still big. And we're finding this out as Aaron followed. Mike is doing this thing where he's walking around like the West Wing, where people oh, are always walking I down. I didn't know what he was trying yeah, to reference. People walking down hallways really fast, talking really mm. fast, like, well, this is really important. Hey, what is going on over there? Oh, my God. Hey, what did you hear about what so and so said? We yeah. got to go down to the situation room like shit oh, like okay that. that's what he's doing like this west wing talk fast walking come on okay. walk walk with me i don't have time why, to stand you that's know? why i just ignored it because i'm like i don't know what he's trying yeah. to reference at it's this stu- point it's stupid but yeah aaron <laughs> tells him to come to the glee party and he's yeah. all about it because he his favorite character we actually talked about this on a previous episode the invalid yep when he was the pizza delivery boy <laughs> yeah that's right because i was shocked that there wasn't actually a real disabled person as yeah. the singer on that show you would think it <laughs> dude they even i think we mentioned this during that episode too they have scenes where he like dreams that he's um able-bodied blows I guess. my mind and he dances, and I'm like, hold the fucking phone here, kids. <laughs> wild. The fuck? That's a good dream sequence. <laughs> right? So now um, we find out that after Michael says that his favorite epi- or his favorite character is the invalid, um, <laughs> that Kelly is also a huge fan, but as true hu- huge fans do, she criticizes everything. Like, Nitpicks everything. Yeah. It, it reminded me so much of like a wrestling fan. You can't be a wrestling fan unless you hate wrestling and hate yourself for liking wrestling. I just found out the other day, so my chiropractor is finally accepting like appointments again, mm-hmm. and she has two sons that are huge <laughs> wrestling fans. Okay. And I was like, they watch the same shit that you and our brothers stuff? do. Yeah, because I was like, oh, do you know E.G. Bonus Hoganson? Oh, Hoganson is number one. Hogan's she goes. Son. Oh, yeah, we know that. She goes, they sing it. And I'm like... They, they sing the Itchy Bomb song? Yeah, and I go, my brother's found a piano version of it. Right. Our brother's going to have it at his wedding. He's going to come down yeah. the aisle to I'm sure Real American will. on the piano. I'm sure he will. But it, I just... That was so funny, though, that you said wrestling. I didn't know, I didn't know another flesh and blood human who knew that. Yeah, she said that they sing it. I'm like, wait, really? She's like... Yep, they watch all the old stuff because their dad is a fan. Their dad's like a couple See, years old. He's another than one you. Who, who realized, like, oh, wow. He's well, a, no, he's like in his late <laughs> no, 30s. No, okay, hold on. Let's not get crazy here. <laughs> 
Anyway, no, anyway. I'm glad because that means he hates himself and he's just like, I'm going to pass it on to my kids <laughs> so my kids hate themselves oh my that God. I like this carny bullshit. <laughs> That's ridiculous. All right, so anyway, Angela and Dwight are in the kitchen pretending not to look at each other again because yeah. that's where we're at in this point. We're back to season three. And Dwight's like, Glee, what an, uh, an awful emotion to make a show about now thirst. That's a show I'd want to watch. And she's like, I'd watch that. A lot of thirst in this world. Yeah. And then, and then surpri- unsurprisingly, tonight would be a good night to have intercourse. <laughs> they want to bang it out. That's how, uh, that's how spouses talk. I guess. <laughs> Do you want to have some intercourse this evening, sir? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Is it Downton Abbey? What was that? <laughs> so now, um, let's see. Oh, oh Andy. Oh, yeah. Uh, Andy is, like, Aaron's talking to him, and she's like, oh my god, you're the life of the party, you and Michael! And he's like, you know what? You couldn't keep me away. She goes, why would I want to keep you oh, away? she's so stupid. Like, in this moment, Ali Kemper, flirty, I give flirting. you so much credit, a lot, because you're playing this character as they're telling you, but this was over the line, fucking this dumb. This is, this, this was well, No, her voice. Oh. Why would I do oh. that? Well, she, yeah, and <laughs> I, I, I never looked up if she's from the Midwest, but she got that Bobby's World mom <sighs> quality to her voice. And we're like, oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> My skin was like crawling. Yeah. Why would I keep you away? <laughs> All right. Mellow off. God. Um, so anyway, in the kitchen, Daryl, Oscar, and Kevin are in there. And Michael walks in and asks Kevin if he's going to the party. And Kevin, so innocently, says, well, yeah, you got to go to the boss's party. So then Michael gets pissy. He's like, you think Gabe's your boss? He goes, <laughs> No, you're our boss. And then he goes to turn around. He's like, guys, do you... Oscar and Daryl are gone. Like phantoms in the night. <laughs> like fucking ninjas. They, they knew, oh, Michael's now going to be insecure. I'm getting yep. the fuck out of here. <laughs> so now we're at the party, and Gabe is explaining that it's make your own pizza night. And uh, he's like, these are the sausages, the herbs, oh the my cheeses. God. It's like somebody on Food Network who like has no human... No, Rachel Ray is okay. Cause, yeah. Hey, I'm Rachel Ray. Oh, it's the shirt, the topless baker. Who? It's a dude who wears no shirt and an uh, apron. All I know is that and he's, he's really... like, oh, great, and I'm the topless baker. Okay. I, I don't it's know. It's very cocky. All I know is that he's way too excited about pizza. He is. And he's just, but he's doing it in hushed tones. Like, yeah. Here, here's the vegetables. Yeah. Oh my god! And over here we have the sauces. Like he's very giddy, but, like, just but he doesn't imagine w- a, a world of your own. Yeah, he doesn't want to like <laughs> this fucking betray himself. He doesn't want to be like. He doesn't want people to see him animated. Yeah. He wants them to think of him at, like think of me as Gabe, the professional. Yeah. But oh my god, we have this fucking crust right here. Like <laughs> I just imagine him dropping an f bomb casually. Right? Like. Over here, you want to throw some fucking ham on this pizza, Michael? Throw the fucking ham on <laughs> Just there, like, that, like, all quiet, like, almost like he's being dirty about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hit the dough. Spank oh, the dough. Oh, God. Get it. Ew. <laughs> so, anyway, where was I? Oh, yeah, okay. So, Michael is, like, just being an asshole. Yeah. And he's already on the defensive, and he starts throwing his pizza dough up, and Gabe's like, you really don't have to do that, Michael. And Michael starts talking about, like, getting rid of the old ways, and he throws it up into the ceiling fan, shoots it across the room, into the sink. (laughs) Gabe has to duck out of the way. It's fucking amazing. Good stuff. So now, uh, Gabe welcomes Jim and Pam into a spare bedroom, I'm assuming? His and, man cave, right? Yeah, his man cave. But there's a bed in there. That's yeah, why I say yeah. spare bedroom. And he says that uh, he spent his senior year in Japan. It's the best day of his life. And all over the room, there's like samurai swords. There's um, like it's just Masks fucking Japanese books. everything. Yeah. 
right? Little thermoses, yeah, which like, come into play. <laughs> yeah, weird, weird shit. Not weird. And, it's no, cultural. But, no, no, it's cultural. stuff you wouldn't expect from Gabe. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. Like, Gabe's just into some weird shit. <laughs> and then he has a keyboard, and Joe's like, oh, do you play? And he goes, I create sca- soundscapes. Aww. Imagine a moment expanded into a universe. And at that moment, I walked into Williamsburg. <laughs> Christ Almighty. So now Jim and Pam are explaining that Cece is reverse cycling. So that means that she sleeps all day and she's up all night, which basically means... Pam is sleep deprived and is gonna go fucking loony really soon. Mm. So now the show starts, Glee starts, and Gabe and Michael argue over the volume. Yeah. And Michael gets pissy again, and then he goes, Turn it up to 11! Spinal cord! Yeah, oh, Which is supposed to be spinal yes, tap. Yes, yes. But, um, so Michael is again throwing a fucking man tantrum, and he's like, There's a bedroom down here, everybody, all the real Glee fans, let's go! And he's alone. Yep. Nobody follows him. So now, um, Kelly is just testy as fuck. About everything. Like, well, Phyllis is yeah. trying to ask questions, and she's like, da-da-da, you need to stop doing this. Those people are the worst. Yeah. Oscar's pausing it like, that girl was in Friday Night Lights, <laughs> and Kelly's like, oh, I'm sorry, is this a fucking party to watch it or to pause it? <laughs> and I'm like, girl, same. Like, that's the energy I'm bringing to a, a party about a show that I really enjoy. That's my I energy. would, no, you cannot enjoy shows and parties. No! Like, if there's a show or a movie you want to watch, you have to do it either in twos yeah or by yourself yeah you cannot let other people sully unless it's no. a sporting event or something I like guess. that that's the only way is yeah like my husband he can't watch um movies with large groups of people like, oh, it's the he's worst. fine going to a movie theater and i'm the one well, because everybody's there to watch the movie yeah, and not everybody knows each other that talk there's some and so like that that's what boils my blood is i'm like you just paid 16 fucking dollars to come in here and you're talking over it but like, if somebody is at the house with us and we're watching a movie and they talk... It's the worst. Oh, my God. His blood... And my husband... Kevin knows. My husband's a very laid-back, mellow dude. He's calm. His blood boils like that when we're watching a movie. Yeah, because, like, what the fuck thing. are you doing? Like, our... Oh, and I, I, I think a lot agree. of it... I think a lot of this stems from the fact that we grew up with our father. Yeah. Who... Blah, blah, blah. The phone rings. He'll sit there. Like, when we were younger, we'd all be watching, like, a movie but or TV. But he puts it on speakerphone. Yeah. Oh, hey, how's it going? Oh, yeah, man. Oh, blah, blah. And then he'll, like, be trying to talk to you. And he'll be like, oh, look at this funny meme I found. Like, dude, watch the fucking show. Yep. Or get the fuck out. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I think that it's like it's long, I feel it's long-term abuse. Yeah. <laughs> it's trauma. Yeah. So now um, Pam is like doing a talking head and she genuinely seems like she's going insane. Um, and Michael... Because of Cece's sleep cycle. Yeah, yeah, sleeping. exactly. She's going insane because she's not sleeping. Yeah. And then Michael says, Pam... This is the funniest part yo, of this episode. Because fuck? it's so unexpected. It is. He's, he's like, not even looking at her. No, he's just looking at the TV, in, sitting on the edge of the bed. All while along. she's, like, trying to calm her crying baby. And he's like, Pam, at my... At the... Uh, at the office, in my desk, I have a loaded gun. <laughs> if I ever start acting like that weenie Gabe, shoot me in the groin a hundred times or until I die. <laughs> and she, her only response is, do you have a loaded gun at the office? He goes, yeah, it's somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> so awesome. And it's so unexpected from Michael Scott. It yeah. really is. So awesome. You just expect him to be completely terrified of guns. Just the way he's like so calm about it too. Like, I have a loaded gun in the desk. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Alright, 
So then, um, Ryan and Andy are in that room now. I guess Pam's not in there. Well, no, there's two bedrooms. Oh, okay. He's in, they're in the main bedroom then? Michael and her are in Gabe's bedroom. Oh, okay. There's a guest bedroom, which comes into play later with Andy. And then there's the man cave. Yes. So now they're looking at all the Japanese stuff. And Ryan's like, oh, the five virility herbs. Yep. And uh, he like it's just fucking stupid. And then it's the the only funny thing is like Ryan's like, oh, you know what they say? Oh, what is this samurai carvings? And he's like, look at that. Like that's the only funny thing is that Ryan tries to be a hipster, knowing no. what he's well, talking about, admiring he has no idea. the uh, stereo, yeah, and everything. the 1970s stereo. Yeah. But um, Andy, like he explains, like, oh, this is powdered seahorse. It said that 15 men took this and defeated the Took on the Genghis entire- Khan's army. Yeah. yeah. What is this, Mulan? Wow. wow. Sorry. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> well, Sorry, there, was a t- there was a time when I thought... He was the Hun. There was, the Huns. there was a time when I thought that the dragon in Mulan... I thought his Mushu! Name, I thought his name was Mugatu, which is actually Will Ferrell's... <laughs> ca- yeah, that's Will Ferrell's character in Zoolander. Dude, so, I took a drink at the yeah. wrong time. So, imagine making that mistake to somebody who like likes Disney. No, nope. like, oh Mugatu, yeah, the because <laughs> isn't it Eddie Murphy? Voices? It's Eddie Murphy's yeah. Mushu. Yeah, Mushu. Okay, Mushu. well now I know better. Like Mushu pork. I kind of figured. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, God, I can't get over Mushu Mugatu. M- Mugatu. Oh my God. Am I taking crazy pills? <laughs> All right, so anyway, Andy takes the seahorse then because he's like, this will give me the strength to talk to Aaron like a real man that I'm not. Mm -hmm. And he drinks like a shit ton in his wine. He pours it into his wine. Yeah. Yeah. And he guzzles it like... Yeah. Gross. Like our cousin on a a trip up to the Finger Lakes. (laughs) We won't go there on air. So anyway, Michael is ranting to Pam about like Gabe and Gabe Wad. Gabe Wad. I forgot about that. I forgot about that. Right. And Pam is, like, holding the screaming baby. But he's talking about all of the old bosses that he's had. Like, yeah, you know, I didn't even like Ed Truck. Jan went crazy. David Wallace got fired. Like, Charles. Yeah, Charles Minor, where is he? Ed Truck got decapitated. Yeah. Like, he's just going through all of these. And Pam is, like, struggling with this fucking kid. Where I want to be like, where the fuck is Jim? Yeah, Jim's... He seems very well-rested. Jim's a dick in this episode. Right? So now, Dwight walks in Dressed and... like... What's he look like? A substitute he's got like teacher. A crew, yeah, a, a substitute gym teacher. Yeah, like he's got a polo underneath a crew neck sweatshirt <laughs> yeah. and khakis. <laughs> he looks ridiculous. Like, absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> so now, uh, oh my god, a substitute gym teacher. That's the best thing I think I've ever come up with to describe somebody. I think it works. It works. So anyway, um, he's like Michael. I wrote down a list of all the people who didn't follow you in. As Pam's like holding this kid, <laughs> and he's like. Do you need me to shut that baby up, or will you? And she glares at him. Good stuff. The only way a mother fighting the edge can, like, just glares at him. And he picks the baby up, and he's just like, does this fucking, like, wizard shit yeah. in front of her face. And she's just like, what? She immediately go, calms down into a trance. Did you notice something else about the baby? It's bigger. It's a different baby. Than the one in the... Than the one in the christening. I didn't really... The one in the christening was pretty hefty. And she was adorable. She had those big blue eyes, which is the kid that they use in every other episode. Really? Yeah. Maybe they had like a crying baby. I I don't know, but this kid is different. You know how Mary-Kate and Ashley always swap spots as Michelle? Yes. Maybe it was like, yo, bring in the crying baby. this one. Yeah. That one cries It's a different baby. And I was kind of surprised for how many shots of the face of the baby 
that they did that they were like, meh, nobody will notice. <laughs> like, dude, the no, other, baby, the other no baby's eyes are the size of fucking quarters. I had no fucking idea. I guess. I did not. I... I, <laughs> I guess I'm a woman, so I notice babies. I don't know. Ooh, your womb is glowing. Ooh, <laughs> your eyes are going to be when I punch you in the face. No, that was oh, that was a thing from Scrubs. He's such a dick. <laughs> so anyway, uh, he calms the baby down. Daryl and Andy are now in the Japanese room. That's what I'm going to refer to it as. A man cave. A man you cave. You keep calling it the Japanese room. Well, it's, that's where everything but is. But he calls it a man cave. Okay, he's in Gabe Wad's man cave. I'm still going on. And, um, and Andy's like, why doesn't Aaron like me, Daryl? Oh, yeah, he's being a bitch. And Daryl's like, listen, if I was a woman... I'd, I'd do you so hard. No, and then he's he like, doesn't say that. And then he's like, I'd blow your mind, he's, too. He does say, I'd blow your mind. He doesn't say, I would do you so hard. <laughs> All right. He's like, if I had to choose between you and Gabe, Gabe yeah. I would choose you, and I'd blow yeah. your mind. I mean, I kind of prefer if they'd say, I would do you so hard. <laughs> yeah, I'd add an extra dimension to the scene, but... It was just awkward. Yeah, it just me. tries building it Andy was really up. Really weird. This weird, like in season seven, this has come to pass. This Andy, Andy Daryl friendship. friendship. Yeah, Wait, I, I don't dislike it. I don't hate it, yeah, I, but it's still it's different. Weird. I have to get used to it still. Andy having friends is different for us. <laughs> so now, um, Jim just ruins everybody's fucking time because, yeah. like a typical douche. He has to change the channel of what every single other person in the room is watching there are s- and check the scores of the game. During a commercial, which is... Hold on. And there's another that, room that with is, a TV that, is that pro- his baby is in. He doesn't in. want to be in that one because his baby, his wife, and his boss are in there. However, protocol is, okay, if you're going to do that, you do it at commercials. Mm-hmm. However, everyone is there to watch Glee, and you are a guest in someone else's house, and you're touching their stuff. Yep. Bad move, Jim. Bad yep. form. Bad form. He fucked up everybody's night. And to top it all off, once everybody realizes and they switch it back, they missed a song and there's no recording because Aaron is too stupid to record it. She didn't know. She's too stupid to record okay, it. Anyway. Um. So anyway, I do love that Kelly's like, oh my god, they did Blinded by the Light with an act blind guy which is something that glee would have done like, seems exploitative i could see that <laughs> happening on glee i mean they did have an invalid that had a dream an invalid <laughs> that had a dream that he could dance oh. so they purposely did not have a guy who's actually um ha- disabled 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 sorry i don't know what the pc term i take is my nowadays. term from the big lebowski when he's going through and he sees the urban achievers and he sees that oh he's God. in a wheelchair, he's like, so he's handicapped? And Philip Seymour Hoffman's like, no, he is disabled. Gotcha. So ever since I first saw so a movie from the 90s yeah. is our PC terminal. I think it works. Podcast. I think it works. All right, guys. Um, so anyway, uh, Dwight is like just basically the baby whisperer at this point. He's like, I don't have to sit here. Just get suet and tie it to a string and then tie the other side to her foot. And it's like, who the fuck still has suet in their fridge? <laughs> so, um, oh yeah, Andy comes out and he's acting like he's on crack now. Yeah, he's all wet, revved up from the seahorse. <sighs> I don't even want to go over what he does. No, we don't have to. Okay, but he was good. doing he was doing pull ups. Yeah. And he's like, hey, what's going on? Hey, he's oh, like, I feel like a real seahorse. <laughs> yeah, yeah he's <laughs> Andy stuff. I hate him. So anyway, um, Aaron's you? like, hey, okay, um, Michael, Gabe is making pigs in a blanket. Why don't you go help him? So he's in there doing just that. 
How many fucking pigs in a blanket did he need? He There's had like four trays of well, those things. We saw Kevin with like a plate full of them. So. We're getting. I know, I know. But anyway, Michael's again being an asshole. He's like, "Is that the same dough you made for the pizza?" And he's like, "Well, yeah, waste not." And he's like, "So these are pizza dogs. These aren't pigs in a blanket." And that's when Aaron like chimes in. She's like. Trying to play the fence, oddly enough. She's trying to get them to see, like... She wants them to be friends. ...the good in each other. Yeah. And she's like, oh, Michael knows everything about snacks. What? <laughs> because she made, used to make ants on a log for him, remember? <laughs> oh, I forgot, yeah. And um, she's like, what? Oh, ba- Gabe was the longest baby in the hospital. What's the longest thing you've ever seen? Mine was, I was waiting. I, I was waiting for that's what she said I at that know. point. But oh, we didn't get it. Nope, we did not. Um, and Gabe's like, listen, you don't need to do this, Aaron. And Michael just, like, leaves. Well, he we do get it, that's what she said. Yeah. When Gabe says, you're making this harder, harder than, than it has, has to be. has to be. And Michael's like, that's what she said. And he storms out. Yep, because he sucks. <laughs> so anyway, Jim and Pam. Oh, Jim finally decides to walk in the same room as his fucking wife and crying baby. <laughs> listen, I love Jim, but this was a dick move for him. Whole like, episode. He seems to be pretty well rested. Meanwhile, Pam's on the verge of losing her fucking mind. <laughs> like, and he's just like, "Whoop! Well, I'm just gonna leave you to it, honey." <laughs> so anyway, uh, Dwight has the baby sleeping. Dwight. And Angela like sees this, and she wants it. Oh yeah. She walks in. She's like, "My car, five minutes." That's one of her triggers. Yep. And Pam is like, "I need you to stay. I need you to. I know what you need to do, and I, I need you to stay." She'll do anything for it. Yep. And Dwight says that he will say and consider it only if Jim feeds him beer and pizza. Mm. And Jim's like, fuck that. Like, again, (laughs) being selfish as hell. And then so we cut and Michael's like down on the ground and he cuts the cable in a complete psycho move. Mm -hmm. And then Andy goes up to Creed and asks him to read the container that had the seahorses in it. And he trans... Or he like reads it in Chinese... But doesn't translate no. it for Andy. Nope. And Andy's like gagging. He's like about to throw up his seahorse. While he's talking to so Aaron. Weird. Yeah. Air Force seasons in a day. Yeah. And he's just like. Brr. Yeah. So he then he, he runs away. So now Dwight is making Jim feed him the pizza. And he's like crust first. Like they're all whispering to it's each other. It's very sensual. Baby. It is. And he like eats. Like he eats it. And the way that he's looking. I can just imagine our brother Oz doing this to somebody. Oh, 100%. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Just the way he's like so smugly like, I can do something you can't do and now you need to make me do it for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. He does the head swivel. <laughs> totally. And then he's like, beer me, Jim. Beer me. Which, it just sounds so weird. Yep. So, of course, Jim being the dick like puts the bottle mouth all the way across his yeah. cheeks and Dwight like hisses. He's like, gently. <laughs> Gently. It's like so fucking weird. So now um, Pam is going to go down to talk to Angela. Talk her down. Mm. Like uh, Dwight said, she's in heat. She might claw your face off. (laughs) And then Kevin walks in with a plate of pigs in a blanket and gets in bed. And Jim and Dwight are like, what the fuck, Kevin? He's like, Mm. I always wanted to eat pigs in a blanket. In a blanket. (laughs) Which like... He's eating in... Gabe's bed. If you Not think, Gabe. Yeah, Gabe. Yeah, Gabe's. And if you think back to uh, Beach Day, he's like, I just want to lay on the beach and eat a hot dog. <laughs> like, every one of his dreams is just surrounding some form of a hot dog. Lay many in, or not. To lay and consume dogs. That's it. That sounded bad. Yeah. <laughs> 
So anyway, Andy uh, throws up on guest Gabe's bed, yeah. guest bed, and Phyllis is like, oh, honey, you okay? <laughs> Mama Phyllis. And Andy, okay, so remember back at Sex Ed, in Sex Ed, where we were like, yo, Andy's only trying to figure out if Gabe and Aaron have had sex together? Had sex? Yeah. Yeah. Um, he now just has Phyllis doing his dirty work. Because yeah. he's like, do you think they... And she's like, slept together? Because... <laughs> Like, Phyllis seduction master here, Phyllis Vans. <laughs> Ridiculous. And she's like, I'll find out for you, sweetie. So now he's just having her do his dirty work. Like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? She volunteered, though. She's happy she to She did, it. but he was just like, can you please? <laughs> so anyway, Michael comes back up and he acts surprised to find that the cable is out. And then once uh, Creed apparently has the hookup to find out what happened on Glee... Uh, he finds out that it's a du- the solo is now a duet, and Huck, Puck and Finn made up. Michael's like, all right, let me go see. I don't know if it's going to work, but let me see if I can try something. So now Phyllis like catches Aaron as she's trying to go out follow Michael. Mm-hmm. And she's like, so honey, how long have you two been together? She's like, oh, three months. She's like, have you basically done it? And yeah. She's like, when me and Bob first got together... We, you know, the first time you see each other naked, it's really the anticipation. We just stared at each other until we fell asleep the first time. It's magical. What the fuck? (laughs) And Erin is, like, trying to get away from her the whole time. She's visibly uncomfortable. Like, I don't want this, Phyllis. (laughs) So now Angela is naked in the back seat, and Pam, like, taps on the window. She's like, hey in there. It's not Dwight! It's not Dwight! I'm not Dwight! (laughs) And uh, she's like, I've been so... Authorized. Authorized. Uh, Can you move this to tomorrow? And she's like, yeah, that's fine. And then she's like, did did he seem disappointed? And Pam's like, dude, you can do so much better. (laughs) Pam gives her the talk, yeah. Yeah, Angela just rolls the window up. She's like, fuck off, Pam. (laughs) So now Aaron catches Michael at the cable box, and she doesn't understand why he hates Gabe so much. Mm -hmm. And that's where the daddy issues come out big time in, like we in all not know in a comfortable she, way yeah, we not in a healthy she was way in foster care yeah like we all know that that she was never actually adopted but like it's dude, not it's not it's healthy weird. yeah and then they start like michael's just like fine if this is how she wants to communicate yeah because michael's like why do you care i'm not your dad and she looks at him and he gets it and he's just like you go to your room missy or i'm gonna you know like yeah and she's like i hate your roof yeah, and she, they start cosplaying a father-daughter teenage. No, it's really like, fucking weird. Yeah, not cool. They're both. Into I know it, it's supposed. Though. I know it's supposed to make us feel like, oh, she has a father like, figure. That's your father figure, but, but it got weird. Yeah, yeah, got real weird. So now everybody is leaving, and Michael walks up to Gabe, and he's like, "If you hurt her, I'll kill you." And then he's like, I'm just kidding, but seriously, I'll murder you and your entire family <laughs> if you hurt that girl. And and Gabe's like, what the fuck, yeah. dude? So now Andy is throwing up in the toilet, and Gabe is, like, consoling him, and he's like, how much seahorse did you have? And he's like, I don't know, it was powdered, maybe, like, five. <laughs> and he's like, I know just the thing, Andy. And he gets his keyboard, and he says, this, I, I call this Earthrise on the Moon. And he plays, like, a very beautiful piece. Uh-huh. Uh, but... On his keyboard. Very weird. Yeah. Yeah. What'd you give this one, dude? That's how we end it. Three stars. I heard a three, four. I said, it's funny in parts. I love the ensemble aspect of it. 
But some of it's weird as fuck. I just didn't... Andy and Michael, like, yeah. that was a whole point off for me. Yeah, it was just rough. There's no Toby in this one. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Be so mean to me. But, <laughs> like, this one is just, like, again, everybody, like, Jim's a dick. Uh, Oscar's doing the actually thing while they're watching. And Kelly's, like, all mm-hmm. hardcore. And Aaron's dumb. And Gabe and Michael hate each other. And Michael acts like a toddler. But then he's like, I'm going to be your dad. Like... It's very It's very weird. fractured. I do like Kelly. Kelly's the only one that's like sustainable. Well, she's to this a Gleek, whatever, but yeah. and, and like the Dwight baby whisperer thing is kinda cool. Yeah. You know, like I, the Angela Dwight thing and Jim and Pam was okay, but like it just didn't hit it was whatever. I just it like It was fine, but there was more that I could have done without. <laughs> I just it just seemed like it was a rehash, in a way, of Jim's barbecue in season three. Even oh. to the point where Dwight and Angela were going to hook up outside. Yeah. You know, where, like, everybody's the together. Yeah, everybody's together. And instead of, like, hiding the party from Michael, they were just trying to placate Michael. Yeah. Like, it, it was kind of seemed like a rehash of that. Huh. I didn't even think about that, to be honest with you. Yeah. But I can understand where you see that, It's though. the vibe I got. Mm-hmm. The characters are much more fleshed out than they were in... Oh, my God, in, or, yeah. Well, that was early season three, I think. So it was different that, in that way. It may have been earlier than that. Yeah. No, because that was... Roy was gone, wasn't he? Yeah, because Pam was looking. No, that was... Was that season two? That was like season one or two. It was season two. It wasn't season one. I can It, it was that. very early on. Yeah. It was before he went to Stanford. I knew that. Okay. So season two. Yeah. So, I mean, it's been five years, but still. Mm-hmm. Just seemed like too much of a rehash for me. Mm-hmm. And I just... It's getting to the point now. We're seven, like six and a half seasons in. Yeah. I just don't like a lot of these characters. Aww. Like, I don't like... Uh, Aaron. I don't like Andy. Michael is, like, starting to wear on me. Uh, like Phyllis has been a real pain in the ass, Biatch. Yeah. Phyllis, Phyllis was funny here though. Like yeah. the last few episodes, she wasn't as like Gabe's, maniacal. Gabe's not likable. Like he's just like a sad set. He's like, you know, you think of he's like, like Paul Ryan, but uh, like Paul Ryan when he like is on chemo the, treatments. Oh my god, that's horrible. I was gonna well, say he's like a hundred pounds. I was gonna say you think lighter of, than Paul Ryan. You think of he got those sad eyes, like Eeyore, but instead of like chubby and short he's tall and lanky i guess he's just, he's like, just got Hi. the sad eyes yeah he's got sad eyes and a sad voice and he like doesn't Hi guys, add it's not like Gabe. it's not like his presence was needed for the show yeah i understand why they it was added just how him. to integrate yeah it, saber it's just whatever because you know kathy bates wasn't staying on for an entire <laughs> season alone couldn't have they couldn't break the bank no but like overall like I, it's not so much like the writing is still like going downward from the beginning of the season it hasn't been as good but the characters are just not Daryl's my favorite character right now and like he's barely featured mm-hmm. no not not add to that no I mean that's your opinion man <laughs> okay well now that we this was a total dud uh, that'll wrap up this week's episode but what do we got next week bear next week we have wolf.com and oh <laughs> China China. Alright, so those are the two episodes we'll be covering next week. Now, guys, where can you find us? In the interim, you can find us on Twitter at Podcast or via email at brothersisterrewatch at gmail.com. And you can catch up on all of our past and current episodes. Where, Kev? 
Uh, any podcatcher app, just look up the Brother Sister Rewatch podcast. You'll find us. And you can also find us on the Ginny, Pos- Ginny Position podcast feed. You can subscribe to that. You can find us every Monday, as well as other great shows, such as Geek and Sassy, Talk and Pop, Freak Out Driving, and more. So uh, do that. It's good stuff. So that'll wrap up this week, everybody. We'll be back next week with those episodes, and we'll catch you all on Down the Road. Thanks, guys. say